electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. We're coming off the worst session in almost a month. Uh, more red arrows pre-market, although futures getting a little bit better. A lot of commentary on the tape from Business Roundtable, Goldman's Financial Services Conference. We'll get to all of it. Oil's back to 75. Our roadmap begins with fading CEO optimism. Pressured by inflationary headwinds, eroding consumer wealth and layoffs extending beyond just tech. Plus, Taiwan Semi boosting that investment in Arizona. It is now up to $40 billion. President Biden is set to visit the chip manufacturer's uh, plant, uh, plant, plant today. Jamie Dimon calling out crypto, saying it's, quote, a complete sideshow. Let's begin with the markets this morning, aiming to rebound from their worst day in nearly a month. Uh, Jamie Dimon on Squawk this morning, Jim, talking about the consumer, the strength of the banking system, calling crypto uh, a sideshow and uh, pet rocks, the equivalent. Yeah, I thought that was right about about crypto. I I think Jamie has a laundry list of things that that he could easily trot out to be alarmed by. Uh, And against that, he says that our military is good. I think we all agree with that. Uh, I was... uh, Put off by it because what it said was I'm basically like everybody else. I just don't think we can really get out of the situation. Uh, the situation's bad. It's going to be inflation or it's going to be a recession. And when I listen to that, it says to me, okay, uh, we've got the big strategists saying we don't like the market. We have individual stocks being downgraded. We have uh, Jamie Dimon is a very smart guy saying, listen, there's nothing here. Uh, you know, David, I'm not hearing anyone saying the following, which is, you know what, the market has been, there's been really some very big values being created. There's some winners. There's some losers that are going away. When the Fed stops, which it eventually will, because there's going to be big layoffs, there's going to be great opportunity. I do not ever hear the word opportunity. It's almost as if we ban the word opportunity. Well, it may may be because there are a lot of people who continue to believe, Jim, that there's demand destruction yet to come and that uh, earnings have not come down in terms of the estimates or what will be the reality next year um, to a level that is makes the market not attractive right now. I mean, it's that simple. You know it. Well, and there are plenty who still believe that. Yes. And and that was in action a bit yesterday. Now you have I mean, but here's an example of what is just driving me crazy. Here's a piece. Morgan Stanley, Jack B. Nimble, not time to be long, large cap banks yet. Double Double upgrade JP Morgan. See, this is the kind of thing. I'm like, I, hey, you know what? The um, the Giants, they're doing quite quite poorly. I'm picking them for the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, I need to hear something that indicates you can't have everything. You can't have, listen, it looks really good. It's going to be really bad. And it's, It is a shift in coverage, though, isn't it? Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, you know, Jack be nimble. I mean, what is, you know, Jack be quick, sell... J.P. Morgan with a candlestick. I mean, what, what is this? I mean, people, come on. Be a little more rigorous. Say things and uh, work a little. Don't look at the chart. 
make a decision that things are going down. Uh, Jamie Dimon, you do some more work. Don't say hurricane. You should have said, listen, you know what? I, I, was mis- I, I, I misspoke. What I meant to say was it could be a challenging time. I mean, who are these people? They're paying a fortune to try to find ways to be able to help people make money. And they come on, and what do they have to say? It's like, hey, listen, I'm sorry it's so bad. What are, what are we like? Well, yeah. You know, At least your friend uh, Jamie didn't say hurricane. Uh, he, he refrained from doing so. I didn't know he's my friend. That's um, terrific. Maybe we're doing something this weekend. Maybe we're going to play the national. I know. You, Should well, we play you, the national? I, I use the friend term liberally because you use it with me. All right, me. we'll play Shinnecock. And then. I know you guys are really not friends. but um, That's better. Uh, but he didn't. He, you know, I think he's been encouraged. Don't say hurricane, please, Jamie. But he did at the same time have some things oh, to you say. Have, you have a positive clip yeah. you're going to no, play? No, it's not positive in terms of his, uh, the risks and his concerns. The risks. Now we know 4% on their way to 5 uh, Inflation is eroding everything I just said. And that a trillion and a half dollars will run out sometime mid-year next year. And so when you're looking out forward, those things may very well derail the economy and cause this mild or hard recession that people are worried about. I mean, look, Federal Reserve Chairman Jay Powell has raised rates at a furious pace to try to stop inflation. Uh, I think, and I think Jamie ought to do this too, I now ask CEOs, uh, someone behind the scenes because they don't really want to talk about it, uh, how hard is it to get people? Something changed in the last four weeks. It's suddenly not hard. The companies I talk to, all of them, not hard. Hmm. We get resumes. We got people who want to come back to work. That's why I think that you got to be very careful. I mean, to me, none of these guys were saying the following, uh, which is, you know, the Fed will keep doing this, and then one day we're going to wake up and see a lot of layoffs, and the Fed is you're going to see the table employment. You're going to come down for a lot of places. And there are people. I mean, I, I, I was talking to someone from a major construction company yesterday who just said, I don't know what's happened, but in the last three weeks, we, we could fill any job and then some. And it's just it's just happening right now. And alluded to the fact that Amazon layoffs are uh, going to impact the economy. It's interesting. It's like a it's like a fire. It's working through, but it's right. not everywhere. Volkswagen this morning. Difficulty finding qualified workers. David Solomon this morning talking about how impressed he's been in his peers being tenacious in retaining talent. While he is actually, I think, compensation-wise, going to come out in, the, in a way that people are going to have to re- rethink how well they're doing. You mean compensation firm-wide at J- Goldman Sachs? I think Sachs. J.P. Morgan is, is, you make more money there, you make more money at some of these other firms. I think Goldman, you're not going to make as much money as you thought you were going to. Really? Yes, I do. Um, Did you buy my, just what my, like, look, uh, yeah, PepsiCo, which is I a really just, good firm. I was just going to mention PepsiCo. And PepsiCo says, hey, listen, we got some fat. we got to cut it. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens. Why should we suddenly say, you know what? Well, they're being proactive there, too. It's not as though they've had a rough go of it. Uh, no, they've been rewarded in the numbers. market. They've had organic growth rates that have been very strong, but they're cutting jobs. But, you, look, I'm just saying that if I had gone home with the attitude of listening to these people yesterday. What people are we talking about? All these people come on, except for Greg Hayes. Guys, even Darius was a little suspect. Um, and I would have said, you know what? If someone said to me, let's say I'm walking out at, at you know, 3 o'clock. Let's say I left early like all the millennials or the Gen X or Zs, whatever they are, Delta. Um, and I said, hey, you know what? I hear Textron's got a big contract they could win. You know what you would say? Count me out. Are you kidding me? Textron? They stink. Well, I mean, big. $11 billion contract. I'm just saying that. Every day I see things, and they are not in the minority. I'm not talking about NRG buying some company that's, I don't know. I'm just saying that every day I see things that intrigue me. 
but none of these people are intrigued by anything. Um, I mean, take a look at, for example, David Costin's note from Friday, looking at hedge fund and mutual fund positioning, $5 trillion, basically leaning into cyclicals, I, right? Th those have been on fire. I mean, they've been amazing. And they'll stay amazing because the government's got $550 billion in additional infrastructure spending, and they got to put it to work. Now, I know we don't have enough engineers. I totally get that. But I also recognize that we had this period where we had PPI and we had uh, Boeing got bailed out, Carnival got bailed out, Hertz got bailed out. A lot of companies got bailed out that would have failed. We had major uh, uh, blank check writing, which is now really coming to an end. A and, David, my take is this. Yes. The Fed is just slowly grinding away, and they're going to pull it off. Yeah, I, I, uh, I sense that you're quite positive. Longer term, I'm po Jay, I think I Jay Powell. See, I, look, a lot of these people want to say this. Wow, Jay, really blew it. Too bad. I'm not going there. It's an ongoing process. Right, but does so that we, mean you buy the market today then, Jim? I mean, I you know, we can all be buy, positive no, long term. Every more. single person who comes on is positive long term. Well, that means nothing to me. No, that well, just none means, of it means nothing. That just it's means just they're, not, a, they're worried about how they're going to look in Twitter in the next well, 30 I mean, minutes. it's, you know, the average strategist. I'm positive long term. Well, that's like great. Money. You know, in the long term, we know where we are. Yes. And, you know, do. and I hopefully I, I'd like to be interred next to my mom, just for the record. Okay, I'll make sure okay. to keep that in mind. In the long term, I'm going to buy cash sure. trying to be interred if next to my mom. For some reason, the kids aren't aware, I'll make sure they are. No, I just came out there. I made the statement. Well, people might forget. you want to choose music for that day now? No, I just think you're not going going anywhere. You're going to be here like 30 know, years from now. I know, but I'm just saying, when these guys say the long term, what that says is, we have no idea what's going to happen, well, and don't bother to listen to well, us, and, and maybe well, yes. it's too early to buy Silvergate. Yes, all true. Right? Yes. I mean, these are people who have found their way into Dogecoin, and they're happy. Dogecoin still has like billions of dollars in it. I'm just saying that the long term is a punt. That is just a punt. That's giving Brady the ball of five minutes. I mean, are you kidding me? Two minutes. Well, he had, you know, yeah. I mean, well, they're terrible. Jeez, well, in the New short Orleans term, though, um, there's demand destruction going on. People who follow diesel fuel, for example, which can be a reflection of mm -hmm. the truckers and the commercial economy, right. diesel prices going down, crack spread going down, well, but that's, uh, are the, coming the, off The system is caught up. The system's caught up. We, you now we have a lot of pipelines that go down to the, we but didn't It may realize. also just be demand is starting to wane, Well, right? that's and, why I think that those who think that inflation is roaring Ought to look at some data. Okay. I mean, I think oil, which I said, you know, I did more work on it yesterday. I was too glib. I think that oil could it, it could drop more just because I had thought that China was going to come back online in a way that would indicate that there was going to be tremendous buying, and uh, hasn't happened. That's no, the oh, here's something that people, I didn't hear once, but we could win the war if we want to in Ukraine. We could win it. Uh, the mothers of Russia are upset. There's the casualties have been terrible. It could be the end of Putin. He could fall. This could be a brand new period in Europe. Did any of these people say that? No. You see, they can't say it because it's just they're going to get that on YouTube or on Twitter. It's going to be said. He said that they could win the war. They're so afraid of, of even being in a position who, who to be held accountable. Who are these people? The people I'm talking about. <laughs> and they are. <laughs> Um, and you're right, Jim. I mean, it's uh, nobody wants to have receipts brought on them. Well, okay. So that's it's hard point. to make difficult that's calls. That's my point. Yes. And I, I look. I mean, if I look. That's why we look to you, Jim. <laughs> well, if I looked at my mentions column, I would be hiding somewhere, in, with with my you know my shotguns, but also my rifle, a 17, 
17 caliber. It can shoot a can from like, you know, a quarter mile. And I would, you can't do this. You have to come out and say, listen, I, even Darius, Andrew, we have businesses that are so strong and the Fed could slow us down a little bit, but I'm not worried. Greg Hayes was the only optimist because the arsenals are also Yes, depleted. he's a weapons manufacturer. Things right. are good. Things are good. Things are good. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Major Barber. Major Barber. You're seeing very good. You ever see Major Barber? Shaw. George Bernard Shaw. No, I don't think I have. Yeah. Shaw? You're not yeah. Shaw Carpet. You think Shaw Carpet? No, no. I know what you mean. George Bernard Shaw. Major yes, Barber's the playwright. Play. He knows. And he knows everything. <laughs> he does. Well, he's a student of the theater. The theater's great. Theater. I went for to see Wicked again last night. Oh, very still nice. It says old stuff. It's a long running show. Long running? I saw the Stoppard play last week. It's good. Very good. You went to play? I've been to three plays recently. Wow, yeah, that's really? great. Yeah. yeah, we need it. Well, we, they went to Washington and interviewed everybody in the world. <laughs> yes, they did. And you saw a couple of And I of plays. went to the theater. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Well, Would you, you like got... my reviews? They'll be later. You have the, you have the edge <laughs> on them. Because you have Jamie much. Diamond, Darren Sedanchek, Greg they, Hayes, Doug McMillan. You can get yeah, reviews they have the here. Top 10 fortune, he went off Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> I went to New Haven. Saw a couple of plays, may never make it. <laughs> There's a lot more on the way today. Uh, the president is heading to Arizona to visit that Taiwan semi chip plant. We'll talk about what that means for the sector. Would be the biggest foreign investment in the history of Arizona. Take a look at the, the futures as the Nasdaq's trying to creep into the green. More squawk on the street straight ahead. You seek the key, but first, you must learn the ways of precision, craft, and performance with Acura's all electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system up to a 313-mile range and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is their most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Crypto is a complete sideshow, okay? And right. you guys spend too much time on it. And I've made my views perfectly clear about crypto right. tokens are like pet rocks. And, there's, right. and, and, and pu people hyping this stuff up. That doesn't mean blockchain is not real. Right. That doesn't Bitcoin, mean yeah. smart contracts won't be real or Web 3.0. But cryptocurrencies that don't do anything, I don't understand why people are spending time. That's Jamie Dimon at JP Morgan on uh, Squawk Box <laughs> earlier. In the morning, Jim, you said yesterday it's never too late to sell. No, it's not. Uh, David, I don't know whether you know what a fungible token is, but one that's non-fungible must be worse than one that's fungible. Uh, I think that there's just been this gigantic con. And it really, I mean, I am grateful to uh, J.P. Morgan when I went there to try to give my, my Ethereum. And Jamie sent me to a, a woman uh, who's in charge of this, and she just said, listen, we're not going to take that stuff. Are you kidding? It's, we're not taking it. I said, I've been a customer for 30 years. Customer's always right. You have to take my theory. 
She's like, no, we're not. And you know what? Thank you. That was a great reason to sell. That plus the fact that my wife is going to kick me out. But I thought that, that Jamie's been true to his <coughs> word me. the whole time. Uh, yeah, well, Diamond has been negative on, on crypto. But, but that's been great. Since the early days, whether Bitcoin Silvergate, was 1,000 or 60,000. Coinbase. Same bank Ultra. treatment. And he also said billion. we spend too much time on it, which probably okay, do as now, well. Now, I think that when someone borrows $34 billion and some, it looks like they can't afford it, isn't that more than what uh, Arkegos did? Yes. We spent a lot of time on Arkegos. We did. Arkegos was fascinating. Well, this is Arkegos. Still haven't gotten full what? answers that guy. Sam Bankman-Fried is not, is not I, don't, I, I consider that a One of the fascinating of story, time. separate, obviously connected deeply into crypto, but its own, Do you its think own that, thing, not right. necessarily just talking about tokens. How would you, tokens. Madoff versus Sam Bankman-Fried? Say again, Mobier? what about Sam Bankman-Fried? Well, I'm trying to get to, would, did we overcover Madoff? No. No. You know, Jamie, what does Jamie want us to cover? We haven't overcovered you Does he want to go to one of his brand? I have a nice branch in Summit. Does he want to do the show? We, are not, as opposed to the people in Squawk, we could go to my branch in Summit, <clears throat> do a show from there. Why would we do that? Well, because I'm trying to compare us to what they did in the morning show. Oh, I see. Uh, right, we'll, we'll travel. We'll get on the road. We haven't mentioned Silvergate, by the way. Uh, it's down, doing down 8% well. this morning. It's doing as well as After it that filing yesterday, in which they said they did due diligence on FX, FDX and Alameda. Well, you know, sometimes you just get had. You could have done a lot of due diligence. You would have had to ask the questions and not gotten the sufficient answers to say, I'm not comfortable with this, even if you didn't know there was fraud. But how about those big funds, David? I still don't feel like I have enough answers on the big funds that just, uh, I don't know, didn't seem to check at all. You mean the ones who invested? Not in FTX's investors you're right. talking well, about. You know, when I was in the business Sequoia of money, or SoftBank. Right. They would come see me. In SoftBank, the ones who invested in WeWork, too, for okay, well, I don't they, know how they, many billions. And uh, can we just go down the list? Do you really think they ask a lot of questions there? They brought him a bottle in 1942. Yeah, do you really think they ask money. a lot of questions there? He asked me to have a bottle, have a drink at 11 o'clock. I this? said, uh, Adam Newman? Yeah, Adam. Adam I said, well, you know, I said, this is in the morning. And I said, no. And he said, come on, it's the 1942. And I said, that really doesn't influence my decision as much as my yours. Well, I just thought it was just a curious offering. Yeah, yeah. So I, but I, these can't, guys I cannot. Work. No, the level of due diligence varies. Let's say, and, and it's hard to imagine some of these firms do true due diligence. Well, don't you think there should be people when something who are fired? seems hot? How about someone be fired? See, this is the guy. This person spent all the time, and that person's fired, and is on the street. Kind of like you know what what Dave Tepper did to the Panthers coach. I mean, I think the, the offensive coordinator at any college in the country would be fired for doing it. Division three. We'll get Kramer's Matt Dash this morning. Countdown to the opening bell. A lot to get to. Got some earnings, plenty of uh, research, both on the upgrade and the d- downgrade side. When we come back in a minute. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create. Like Olu Shei, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. All right, let's get to a mad dash, start talking some stocks. Uh, about seven minutes or so before we get started with trading. AutoZone, is yeah, that what I heard you say? It's very rare that a company buys back 392,000 shares and it's a big deal. But AutoZone has now cut back, literally, it's cut its float in half. 
Uh, David, it reported, it didn't last since 2017. It reported a, 20, a $27 number. We were looking for 25. Uh, the revenues much, much better than expected. Now, this is how you run a stock, okay? Wow. This is what I'm talking Now, Jamie, his hurricane occurred here, right? There's a guy, a weatherman in Philadelphia, his name is Hurricane. Um, and, and, like, I don't care. See, I don't care. This is what you look for. This is what I'm looking for. You get it periodically, you get a chance. You can go buy it because you, there's a, a pandemic. But, David, the average age of the car is so long, minus 13 years, the inability to get a car is so difficult. The price of new cars is so good, so big. So you go to do it yourself. You go to the zone. I get it. Now, David, like when you bought your headlight last time. Oh, yes, it, of course. You, you no, I haven't, I haven't bought you anything for my car in a while. Have you ever put a headlight in? No, I've never put a headlight when in. When I was sleeping in my car, yeah. it was so important. You gotta have your headlights. What about the rise of elect- electric vehicles over time, which need have far fewer parts? Is that a long-term threat? Well, that's probably why people are shorted. Stupid I mean, people. that's way, way, yeah, way no, out of here. Should be, it should be an issue, but I and I. But David, you know, in the long term. Yes, we know. Bit, you know. We know your wishes. Like, now. I don't think you should be paid if you say in the long term. In the long you term. should literally be docked. Like a guy should come in and say, "Listen, I'm taking fifty thousand dollars out of this week's pay because you said long term." Because those guys make a fortune to say that stuff. I think that's crazy. In the long term, in the 2024 period, when we got, we have two first round drafts. We're we're going to be, it, it, we're going to maybe make the playoffs. Who, about, in what industry? It's about Can hope. you? It's nobody about hope. in sports is it. You got to hope a, for something. The, accountability matters. Okay. Opening bell is just a few minutes away, by the way. Remember, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Listen to and follow on the Squawk on the Street Opening Bell podcast. We're in in pretty good shape in the U.S. in most roles, but we still see some pressure um, at cashier levels and and roles like that. So we've been raising wages. If you go back, remember all the way back to like 2015, I know you guys have talked about what we did with wages for a long time. Our wage increases have outpaced our sales and profit growth by a, a long shot since 2015. And we'll continue to see wages go up, and that's okay with us. We're finding ways to drive productivity. That's Walmart's uh, Doug McMillan earlier this morning on Squawk talking about wages. Jim, talk about a company that saw the coming wave of wage pressure very early. Yeah, they've done a great job. And I think that uh, he talk, that Doug talked about the idea that there's some trade down. Uh, sometimes the com- consumer's getting a little more uh, cherry. Uh, David, I just thought it was just an excellent interview that Doug, once again, has conducted himself well as a CEO, and he's doing uh, a good job. Uh, Well, wages, as he pointed out, have been sort of a a central focus for quite some time. I mean, I can remember when Carl went down there. It's a long time ago and did an interview. Was it 15, maybe something like that? Well, he when, they, when they were, it was sort of first coming into real focus, and there was a lot of pressure, obviously. Well, they were the having trouble. And they decided, remember, maybe dropped the bomb on, of course, not on our show, but on the previous show, uh, talking about how, listen, we have to raise, we have to get yes. better people. And it was a remarkable admission. I felt that maybe they were underpaying their team, and the stock has uh, reacted somewhat accordingly. 
this morning, Bernstein initiates market perform, uh, 159 on Walmart. They also initiate uh, Kroger and Target. Target with an outperform, Jim. Yeah, and Costco, which reports this week, and I think Costco, my child trust owns Costco. I don't think it's going to be a blowout because Costco attracted people from having inexpensive gasoline, but that no longer is the case. That last, that November Costco number was not a good number, and I like Costco. But these guys said Costco is a good longer term, and I like Target. It's come down a great deal. I thought, the, I, hold it. I thought that the entire piece was thoughtful, very thoughtful piece. That's a great point on Costco and gasoline. Uh, gasoline has not had a weekly increase in price since the beginning of November. Uh, AAA average is up four cents year on year. I know. Now I wonder, I wonder if, if uh, I wonder, David, if you're Jay Powell and you're checking and saying, all right, gasoline, check, check. Gasoline. Check. J-Pack. I get it. Toad Ford. Going to go 50 basis points instead of 75. Check. (laughs) It's the opening bell and the CNBC real-time exchange of the big board. It's F&G annuities in life. Celebrating a recent partial spinoff and listing at the NASDAQ Green Power Motor Company at Commercial EV Manufacturing. There we go. I mean, again, if you're the Fed, well, maybe there's too many EV manufacturers. I mean, they want, the Fed wants a calling. You know? What they want a what? A culling. A culling, a culling yes. Yeah, they want a culling. I see. Right? Uh, District we, 13. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. Yes. Uh, Mary Barra on Squawk this morning uh, with some comments about advertising on Twitter and, and chip supply. By the way, Ford says that nearly 65% of Ford dealers have agreed to sell uh, EVs. That's a very big deal because you, you, you've got this inherent bias a lot of these places for the internal combustion engine. But the uh, F-150 electric, which is pretty much sold out, has enticed people. Ford stock has not been a winner. Uh, but at the same time, I think he's doing everything he can. They've had some production issues, warranty issues. But it's not bad. I thought that Mary Barra once again acquitted herself well. She, now, there, she tells a positive story. Nobody's listening. I don't understand it, Dave. Tell you a positive story. I saw the lineup. The lineup looks good. You know, yeah. They've got a lot of cash, but no. Everyone just says, eh, so uh, eh, eh. There's oh. a lot of, eh. Well, there's a lot of, eh, in part, don't you think that's just a reflection of concerns about overall demand? Yes, but at the same time, we have to just say to yourself, in a slowing people, economy? Are going to buy, people are going to buy cars. There's been a shortage of cars. How many times have you heard people come on and say, listen, now there's like Friday is the beginning of a new uh, holiday and they want to go places. I think that Steve Schur is doing very well with Hertz. You do? Yeah, I do. Do you see that settlement they had, though, well, on all those people who have been getting arrested that for years and years? That supposed to wipe them out, and it did not. I thought Steve Scher used to be uh, Goldman Sachs, CFO. I thought it was a good deal. I like that stock. But you know what? That's because the country has changed. And it's just beyond me to realize that why doesn't anyone say there are many positives post-pandemic in the way Americans lead their lives and there's great opportunity. But no, they don't. I mean, other than the airline CEOs, no one seems to realize there's a great opportunity to be able to pick up business. Because you have, but you have to rethink the way you do business. Fridays have to change. Companies have to recognize they have to run a different kind of enterprise on Friday. They, they are too high bound and they don't understand it. Friday is a different kind of day. You should be thinking about other things for your employees to make it so that they want to be retained. Because if you don't do something on Friday, 
you just make it a regular day, they're going to go to a place. And that's not money. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about creativity. And I just don't hear, I mean, a lot of my friends who work at these jobs, they listen, I feel, well, I, I work Friday, what's the deal? Well, you know, maybe they should, companies have to recognize there's ways beyond compensation to make people focus more on Friday. I think there's a real problem in the country, and the problem is lack of creativity about what to do with this fifth workday. Right. You think we're living in, in terminal three-day weekends in, yes, in some circles? Yeah. Yes, I do. And Airbnb would tell you that to some degree that's true. Now, David, I'm not being at all facetious. I'm saying if I were a CEO of a company, I would get everybody together and say, what should we do to make it so we keep top executives, so that we get our, our people focused on Friday without having to pay them more money? Maybe do something, recognize it, that they're not working on Friday. They're, they're, you're just, what are you, I'm trying to come up with a thesis that has some validity. Well, we're moving towards a four day work week. What's wrong with that? France does it. Yeah. It's like, enjoy your life, man. You don't have that much left to live. <laughs> and term, we're already talking about my, your burial in plans. In terms of my mother. Yeah. All so, right, all right. I mean, my mother passed away a Would it be time. the worst thing in the no, world? No, no we're not yeah, going to be that productivity. Morbid. We're not so service fun. corp. Service corp of America. I am saying service that corp I, is right I hear people come on our air, and it's like, wow, what do we do? What do we do Friday? What do we do Friday? Well, be, why don't you think about it instead of coming on well, listen, and there being is scared? A, there of is a frustration among certain senior executives that people are not working right. so maybe they on Fridays. Be a little more creative. Yes. Don't just say, well, well I really lament. I really lament right. this. I'm not sure what creative, creative means because it doesn't seem, things don't draw to draw Off people sites. back to the office. Offsites. Offsites. A lot of tequila, like we work. No, no, like that the was, old we work. That was not. That was an intraday offsite at eleven o'clock at his desk. All right. Where he said, and then let's fire up the jets. I wanted, and go to Tel Aviv. I said, uh, no, no. I'm like, I gotta do a show tonight. I want to talk about uh, a deal you mentioned briefly, not necessarily because the company being acquired is up a lot, although it is, but because the oh company God, doing you, the acquiring going is going NRG? down. Are you yeah, going NRG? NRG is down eleven percent, Jim. This on news this morning uh, that it is going to be acquiring Vivint Smart, Vivint Smart Home. It's what they describe as a home platform company whose mission is to help its nearly 2 million customers live intelligently by providing them with technology and products and services to create a smarter, more efficient, and safer home. They're buying the company. Uh, the price tag is 12 bucks. It's having a very positive impact on Vivint. Uh, it's a 2.4... Uh, 5.2 billion overall price tag. That's 2.8 billion in cash, and what they're assuming in debt of 2.4 billion dollars. Um, and energy shareholders aren't in love with it. But you can see, of course, Vim in itself is benefiting a great deal from what is a significant well, look, premium over its current trading. The company's price. been around since 1999. I didn't see anything that was super special about it. Energy, uh, I think, happened to be a very good company, so I could understand why people say, "Why do we need this sideshow?" Right. Right. But I'm sure it's good, but it's been around forever. Well, they say their capital allocation updated NRG uh, will continue to be opportunistically to balance its growth, return of capital, and balance sheet objectives. Uh, will uh, uh, complete this its existing one billion share repurchase program over the next year, and they go on from there. They say they intend to return 50% of uh, return of capital, 50% growth capital as of 2024. So well, half gets returned, and half goes into continuing to grow the company at NRG. But again, and this is not a stock deal. So this is purely response of shareholders saying, hmm, okay, Uh, or saying, see you later. 
don't like the, don't that, like this. That was a very, diverse, I mean, that group has been okay. Has anyone um, been following the uh, action in UPS? No, nobody has. It's down another three today. It was down very big yesterday. You know, going into the holiday season, there are usually people who say it's going to be a decent holiday season. Well, we talked about the Deutsche upgrade last week, uh, expanding margins even as volumes keep I, falling. Well, that's why I think I've been just flummoxed about UPS. As to why the stock's declining in front of what should well, be a I decent mean, holiday I'm season. I'm just thinking this is, again, there's a lot of, of cross-currents that make very little sense to me. Uh, we but have, are you getting reports on the consumer at this point being particularly strong early in no, the holiday season? Because no, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not. I mean, as a matter of fact, the TJX upgrade today made a lot of sense. TJX is uh, where you go when you're trying to be a little more cost conscious. Yep. Uh, I do think that uh, that Macy's did, did, is having a decent quarter, but for the most part, it is travel. They can't seem to you know, look this whole Friday thing. I mean, I'm sorry to be hung up. No, no, it makes sense. Um, I mean, we got an upgrade of GE today, largely based on aviation. Yes. Uh, Scott Kirby from United on Squawk saying, if it weren't for CNBC, which he watches in the morning, the word recession wouldn't really be in his vocabulary. Well, Because he doesn't see it in his data set. No, I thought that's incredible. He only watches, he starts at 9. Apparently. Yeah, obviously. But I, I look at the travel guy. I mean, Marriott was upgraded yesterday. I thought that was a sensational upgrade because... You know, every hotel is filled. Every plane is filled. It's just that the market, the consumer, look, the pandemic had a big effect on people. And these people come on and they never seem to acknowledge that the pandemic changed the calculus. Or, or, as, or as we would say in the business, the algorithm. The algorithm was changed. OK, people don't do what they used to do. And yet everyone keeps thinking it's going to happen. You're going to switch back. It's not switching back. It's not. So a your point is what now that people once people were able to get back out of the house, they're all about experiences and spending on that as opposed well, they to realize that life is short. There was a psychological change in people because a million people died. That's a lot of people. They realize life and, is short. Hence, back to our right. earlier conversation. I mean, they I, don't I, want to work on Fridays oh, if they can. I mean, I was reading I was uh, looking at Stephen King's uh, tw uh, Twitter file. and He said, you know, he just knew so many people who died. From the pandemic, I feel the same way. I knew a lot of people died. I vowed not to do the same thing as I was doing before this. And of course, you, I completely broke the balance. Yeah, you totally have, have, haven't well, kept that I, vow at all. You're doing exactly well, the same thing. No, but others doing. have done. Th there are so there's weddings. There are people doing things. I'm saying, David, that people have changed their lives. I see. They're going to signet jewelry, and they are. So we're, are we measuring the wrong things when we look at consumer SIG demand? is a very good example yeah. of what I'm talking about. Gina mm -hmm. has said this was happening. People are changing their lives. They're doing things. They're going out. They're getting married. They're getting engaged. They're like resumption wow, of life. That. I mean, they raised the guide, but 18 percent gain. Well, the guy that she did <laughs> much, much better, as you. JP Morgan's up three on that upgrade. Oh, look. oh on the three. Okay, so they have Jin on the three. Uh-oh. I used to have Jin. <laughs> I used to Now Jin is on the three. He's, you know what? George is going to lose, Jenna. Jim is feeling left out somehow. She's a big Georgia fan. I'm telling you, I'm taking Michigan. He's not feeling I've as had dominant enough. in guest I've had bookings enough. as Ohio he normally State. does. I've had enough. Uh-oh. Who right. else is not going to come know. on my show? Why don't you sit there and think about that while I talk a bit about Activision? All right, Wingstop. Did you guys see the um, yeah. uh, yes late yesterday? Well, this op-ed from Brad Smith at, at uh, Microsoft. Um, we're going to be talking about this Activision deal and whether or not it's going to get challenged by the FTC. And then we'll be talking about the EU. And eventually, we'll also be talking about China early next year. Um, 
Brad Smith says, hey, this is good for gamers. Now, you know, some people may view this bearishly who are saying, well, you're going to get that $95 a share deal done or not. Well, if you're putting op-eds in the journal, you probably feel pretty certain you're going to get challenged by the FTC. At the same time, uh, there is a school of thought that says actually what he's really trying to do here in a, in a, in a, in a way is um, um, help those at the FTC staff and or even on the commission himself exploit the divisions that may be there in terms of Lena Khan and what she wants to do versus some other commissioners uh, and help embolden uh, the opposition, perhaps. So it can be viewed two different ways. Stock not doing much of anything. Um, we are getting closer to a decision, it would seem, from the FTC, one way or the other, in terms of whether they're going to move to block it. By the way, Microsoft is ready to go to court, right, ready Brad's to take to on the challenge. This is the one. This um, is the one that they could really and say, okay, I enough think, and I, you know, you, We hear the staff within the FTC has continued to be somewhat frustrated by its leader, Lena Khan, no. believes perhaps that they have a decent chance of losing were they to actually take this on, but it doesn't mean it won't happen. And how about Albertson Kroger? <clears throat> That's a that's a separate issue that I don't have a great deal of well, insight into right it's now. Also, it's right on front and center. They have seven hundred thousand. When it you is. speak to Rodney McMullen, it the is. CEO, but this is seven hundred thousand union jobs. But this is one that's front and center right now because this is where the action is going right. to be happening. Yep. Obviously, it's an enormous deal. By the way, the the rationale for the deal itself, which Smith talked about in the uh, in the op-ed, was interesting. Uh, I've been caught this, Jim. Uh, you know, we want to offer co- consumers the option, he said, to subscribe to a cloud gaming service that lets them stream a variety of games on multiple devices for one reasonable fee. Right. This was the GameStop killer. Yeah. I always thought that you know, GameStop reports, GameStop killer means that once again, I have to go uh, go to a private area and not be uh, afraid. But GameStop does report uh, uh, tomorrow. But this was the idea was that you offered this and it would be just a fan. Well, they already have a combination package. But this was killer. I thought this was so good for the gaming consumer that well, the idea they're that trying they, to trying to make that case, perhaps to try again embolden sort of the internal opposition at the FTC that says, "Don't sue this, don't sue on go. this." But win. Oh, we'll go see. For, and just again, go for a big win. Um, by the way, I, I made this point before. There are those who believe that were the deal to break, first of all, Activision would be swamped with cash, three billion dollar break fee. A lot of the cash they've already been taking in and not using right. f- to buy back stock or anything else. Not to mention Bobby Kotick re-energized, not to mention Call of Duty doing well, so that there is That's a perception the there might not be a lot of downside. At least. I think there's very little downside but and we'll a lot see. of upside at this point. And I've got to tell you, maybe it drops that one day, but Activision Blizzard is uh, on a roll. They're doing better. I always thought Kotick We got another upgrade today uh, over at Edward Jones. Yeah, no, After MKM and Ray J last couple of weeks. Yeah, let it break up and go higher. I'm furious at the FTC. They, they, well, should, they haven't done it yet, Jim. No, no, but they should just be thinking. They should lay things out. Here's what our real objective is. Because I don't see who is hurt by this. Is there a gamer who might just say, you know what, I could pit Microsoft up off against uh, Activision Blizzard? Is there a writer of a game who could pit them? I mean, I understand. I'm listening. I'm just reading my texts. It's the best way to actually stop him from talking, Carl, is for me to read really? my texts. To, to demonstrate that you're just not listening anymore? Yeah, he gets very upset about it. I, I cannot believe this. I, I have a bye. I am in the semifinals. There, how's that? I, look, I think that when you come, when it comes to antitrust, every CEO I speak to is afraid of looking at another company because of the FTC. 
Like, are you kidding? I mean, Emerson did something very brave. They're doing some good things. They sold in Syncreator. That was smart. But I just find that a lot of companies are paralyzed. And they don't think the president is pro-capital, which is kind of obvious. He's meeting with um, some oil executives. Yep, That's big. They've been, You've been he, asking for a meeting, even well, though it's I, virtual. Well, I think that they were afraid that they were going to be, you know, he didn't want them in the same room. Better than trying to browbeat the Saudis. It's kind of just break bread with our guys. Between that and, of course, the, the Arizona appearance today, where we expect to see Jensen, Jensen Wong, Wong and Sanjay. The Jensen Wong quote, I mean, he's got a great quote about it. I really. Jensen Wong, CEO of Lisa Sue? This is a I great event. Seen, I've seen her on some lists, not others. Yeah, I, right. Well, what time are you going? You're going to that? In Arizona, yeah. yeah, I'll be taking the private jet out there. The BJ? Right after the... Uh, the BJ. Right after the... Well, I don't know. I'm going to read about it in the paper. <laughs> um, Dow's down 100, and utilities and staples the only sectors in the green. Let's get to Bob Pisani. Hey, Bob. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, we started flat, but even on the advanced decline line, it's gotten a little worse in the last few minutes. Uh, Boeing is a bit of a drag uh, on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, uh, but mix open in terms of the sectors. Uh, one sector still moving, China stocks, that K-Web open to the upside again, the little... Uh, element the uh, ETF that could just now negative, but it was open and positive. Uh, metals doing well. Freeport's been on a tear recently. Uh, semis down a little bit. Uh, they were flattish at the open and then worsened in the last 10 minutes or so. Uh, and Ark Innovation, another risk on, risk off stock. Uh, 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 ETF down about 2% uh, today. The big focus today, I think, is going to be the banks. Uh, Goldman Sachs is having a financial services conference, and the bank stocks just got clobbered yesterday. Uh, the S&P was down 1.8%. Zions, Fifth Third, Keycorp, PNC, they were down 5 6 7%. That's a very outsized event. It doesn't normally happen. These regional bank stocks tend to move in line with the S&P 500, maybe just a little bit outside of that, but not uh, S&P down 1.8. These are down 5 to 7 percent. Very strange. Uh, J.P. Morgan's up today. It got a Morgan Stanley upgrade there. But I think the focus is going to be what uh, kind of presentation we're going to be seeing at this bank conference. Uh, Comerica Key Corp already provided some updates. Not a lot of changes, but there's some vague concerns floating around out there on these bank issues. I think the main one is just generally concerned about a slowdown in 2023 and uh, 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 potential recession here. Rates will be higher for longer. That will pressure the economy. That might increase bad loans. So there's issues and concerns about increasing in loan provisions uh, that are out there. Uh, then there were some discussions about deposit contraction. That would mean there's less ability to fund loan growth. You'd have to go out and borrow for it. Uh, so there's a lot of vague concerns that are floating around out there. So the conference has started. Uh, we did have uh, Wells Fargo CEO speaking earlier, Charlie Scharf. He didn't say anything too noticeable. Uh, but Bank of America, Brian Moynihan's already speaking. Uh, Amex at 1040. We'll get an update uh, on the consumer from Amex. I'll be very interested to hear about that. JP Morgan, uh, PNC and Key Corp. A lot of regional banks will be talking in the uh, afternoon. So uh, Brian Moynihan speaking right now. Uh, the only thing I saw was that he said that the rate of growth in consumer spending, Carl, is starting to slow. But the, the base effect is very big. In other words, consumer spending was really strong this year. So that when you compare it to 2023, you have a number. Uh, remember, you have a very large base effect. So I'll keep an eye and see what else is he saying here uh, as we go through the conference today. Carl, back to you. Especially comments on that interest income for next year, Bob, for sure. Uh, Bob Pisani. Speaking of which, as we go to break, take a look at uh, bonds this morning. We are in the Fed blackout window. Uh, got the two-year back close to 4.4. Uh, Ten-year yield, though, a little bit lower, down to 3.56. 
Dow's down 42. Oil had a nice reversal, trying to close some losses back to almost 77. Back in a moment. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Okay, uh, Deutsche Bank has this list of, of, of major consumer names, including vicious cuts on things like Molson and Kimberly, but they upgrade a charitable trust name, Estee Lauder, which they say maybe is the way to play a bullish Chinese outlook. Now, last night, I happened to have the CEO, Mr. Kimball, of, of Ulta, and Estee Lauder selling, selling well there, too. So there, to the people who were negative this morning, take a look at that. Estee Lauder, there's an opportunity. Stock's down 100 points. Fabrizio Freire is a great CEO. Uh, it's liked in China. It's liked here. I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah. There you go. They go to 266. They were at 209. I got to tell you, uh, that company is so well run. Duty free is important. Travel's important. What really hurt was that if you weren't going out in China, you didn't use their makeup. But now you're going out. They use the makeup, and they are gigantic in China. And I think it's a fantastic call by Deutsche Bank. Fantastic. How about tonight? Okay, so tonight we're just looking at a couple. Um, actually, we're looking at some of the stocks that our viewers have told us to start looking at. Mm. We are going back to when, well, we've been doing it, but our viewers are smarter than we are right now, and they're bullish. Our viewers are bullish, and I'm not going to let them fall prey to, well, in the long term, they could be right. It's not <laughs> fair. They deserve better. They deserve better. And you'll give them long-term. better. Well, the long term, in the long term, we're going to be down at the business roundtable. Yes, maybe one day we will be. <laughs> we'll see you tonight, Jim. Bad money. 6 p.m. Eastern time uh, at the top of the hour. Don't miss Goldman Sachs chief strategist David Costin talking about some of his notes earlier in the hour as the market's down to 39.80 or so on the S&P. Back in two. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.